Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. percent, uh, which is hotter than expected, 8.3%. That's the year-over-year year headline number, core year-over-year. Year. That strips out food and energy. That's 6.2%. The expectation, 6%. So again, these year-over-year year numbers are hotter than expected. You shouldn't. No one should feel fine. There's nothing. There's nothing here to feel fine about. This is ugly stuff, kids. Inflation at eight point three percent. Eight point three percent. They were expecting eight point one percent, and what the market was hoping was, well, see, this is the proof that we've hit the peak. The peak has been hit and now we are on the downslide look at that we survived it everybody everything's just gonna be okie dokie but they got 8.3 percent and 8.5 to 8.3 is not 8.5 to 8.1 all right it's 0.2 but there's a lot to be told in that 0.2 a tremendous amount there's a lot to the minds because basically what we've heard is you mean we're in the same place and the market, which had the Dow up massively and the NASDAQ up big, the Dow is now up 230, the NASDAQ's down 57. And no one believes that this bloodbath that's been taking place is going to end anytime soon. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. How in the bloody heck are you? 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. To listen to the administration talk about this, to listen to Joe Biden talk about this is to watch somebody as disconnected from the American people as can be possibly believed. Number two, uh, I think that, uh, um, you know, it's they're, they're not focused. They're just, all they're focused on, understandably, is the problem they're facing. They get a five and a half percent raise, an average raise in their salaries, and yet inflation exceeds that. And they look around the world, and they know that a lot of it's extremely complicated. And so they're frustrated, and I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. There's a lot we have to do. And but you know as well, I shouldn't say you. I think what I have to do is explain in simple, straightforward language What's going on? You see, the American people, they're, they're scared and, and, and they're dumb. And so what they need for me to do is tell them why everything is great and why it's all the fault of the Republicans. I know what you're saying, Tony. You're, I know what you're saying. You're saying, Tony. You're saying, Tony, who in the world right now is blaming Republicans? Well, Representative Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, wondering if you have any reactions to the inflation numbers today, 8.3% year over year, 0.3% month over month. Any thoughts on that? Well, as President Biden has indicated, uh, we are going to work 
and focus like a laser beam on dealing with the inflationary pressures that the American people are experiencing in terms of food prices, uh, certainly in terms of gas prices and every other day-to-day uh, -day kitchen table pocketbook issue that Democrats work on, Republicans talk about, but do nothing about. And Republicans aren't in power. They don't control the presidency. They don't control the House. They don't control the Senate. But blaming Republicans, I mean, that, that, that can't be the argument here, can it? That can't actually be where Joe Biden and company are really going uh, to go with this. That would just be, that would be a completely irrational thought. My Treasury Department is planning to pay down the national debt this quarter, which never happened under my predecessor. Not once. Not once. Because unlike my predecessor, the deficit has gone down both years I've been here. That is not an abstraction. It matters. It matters to families. Because reducing the deficit is one of the main ways we can ease inflationary pressures. Look, the bottom line is this. Americans have a choice right now between two paths, reflecting two very different sets of values. My plan attacks inflation and grows the economy by lowering costs for working families, giving workers well-deserved raises, reducing the deficit by historic levels, and making big corporations and very wealthiest Americans pay their fair share. The other path is the ultra-MAGA plan put forward by congressional Republicans to raise taxes on working families, lower the income of American workers, threaten sacred programs Americans count on like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Americans count on the ability to buy formula at a supermarket for their baby. They don't have it. Americans count on at least semi-acceptable gas prices so they can get to work and do other things. They don't have it. You're blaming Republicans. And what the bloody heck is an ultra-MAGA? <laughs> ultra-MAGA? Oh, my God. I'll get into more of this later. They actually think that that's like something that's going to upset people. This is uh, Representative Elise Stefanik just today. Wait, wait, here it is. Very much. It's over. Of course they're going to embrace it. And Kevin Walling. Oh, can I? Uh, Producer Ari, can I get a ruling? Can I respond to a tweet? Ugh. Do you Please? have to? Please. Kevin Fine. Walling, who I've debated on Fox before, is like giving it eyeballs. Like, look at this. <laughs> I, I must. Do Democrats not really understand that ultra MAGA is not taken as an insult by anyone? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hold on, wait, is that it? Is that what I say? It's ridiculous. And Biden looks the fool for saying it.
I'll just leave it at the at the insult. It's not an insult. No one cares. It's embarrassing that Democrats think that this is 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 a thing. Oh, good lord! But the inflation is a real thing. The inflation is a real thing. Uh, and 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 by the way, just so we're clear, it's a uh, better ultra maga than Biden inflation. I mean, that's just that's just reality. That's where America's at. America is not at looking at what's going on in the markets and saying, "Holy crap!" You know what? I was I was at a cigar lounge yesterday w- w- with some friends, some good people, smart people, and one of the lines that keep coming up kept coming up was, "You know, hey, eighty million people voted for this. Eighty million people didn't vote for this." Now, I'm not discussing what may have happened in the election. I'm not discussing the conversation of two thousand mules. I'm not getting into that. There are things I didn't like from the election. I make a different statement. People voted. By the way, people on Twitter are funny. I just can't wait for Godzilla versus Ultra MAGA movie. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. People indeed voted in a way that didn't serve their best interest. They voted in a way of emotion. And I must tell you how little respect I have for voting on emotion. I, I have emotions. I believe that emotions matter. Um, but if you are voting for president based on emotion and not based on um, and not based on what's best for your nation, best for you, best for your children, I that that's that's very messed up. You're, you're, everything based on emotion is, is, is weakness as, as far as I'm concerned. I didn't say you can't have emotion. I didn't say there weren't things that you're not emotional uh, 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 about. Making a much different argument. But people voted on the emotion of, I just can't take any more Trump. I can't listen to any more tweets. I can't have him in office anymore. And, and the media is in this you know state of insanity. Right, this total state of insanity, and and uh, they they said, "All right, I can't do it." They voted to have less insanity. They didn't vote for this. Now they allowed their emotions to get the best of them, and the truth is, the insanity was not being put up by Trump. Although you can argue the man's insane if you want. The insanity was the level of reporting from the Jim Acostas of the world. And if you had simply shut them out, closed them away, just bloop, you'd be better off and you would have been able to handle everything much, much better. And I'm not talking about you, right? Right? You you handled it. For the most part, you handled it, right? For the most part, we all handled it. They if they had just done that and said, you know what, CNN is not something I'm going to watch anymore. I'm done. I'm taking a break from CNN for six months. I don't need to listen to the racism of Joy Reid and Tiffany Cross. I don't need to listen to the horror show that is Chris Hayes for six months. You would have been better off. 
you would have noticed that the birds still sing. You would have been better off because you would still be paying two dollars and something cents a gallon, as opposed to four thirty-seven, which is the natural national average as of yesterday. You voted with a motion to put an end to insanity. But they did that's what they did, not you, they. But they didn't vote for this. And I think that's important to remember because I need them to vote better in 2022 and 2024. And I don't think I get them on my side by being a jerk about it. What is the value of me saying, ha ha, told you, bitch. Like there's, what's, what do I get? Except for a couple of seconds of feeling really good about myself, I have the a possibility of losing an election. I think it's better for me to say, yeah, yeah, you did that in, in, in 2020. Um, what's your plan in 2022? Oh, I think that's a better plan. Good on you. Me, my plan is to do this. Uh, try my plan. See what happens. I mean, just see what happens. Hey, you tried the other one, right? That one didn't work out for you. Try this one. See what happens. I mean, it's just a question of how you present the argument, right? It's only a question of how you present the argument. And right now, there is no argument that Republicans are not responsible for inflation. What you, They have nothing left. This is a pathetic group of people. They have the House. They have the Senate. They have the presidency. They have engaged in the more spending. They have engaged in the bad energy policy. They have put forth a weak economic message that has provided no faith in the American people. So therefore, they have, fear, they have a huge fear of investing. And they couldn't negotiate us out of COVID. And as somebody noted, you know we're over a million COVID deaths in the United States? When Trump was in office, they used to keep a ticker. They talked about all the people Trump killed. Well, more people have died under Joe Biden. And they don't talk about it at all. This is the message to anybody who, who, who wants to in, engage the idea that, that emotion is, is, is valuable. Emotions are valuable for your family. They're not valuable for how you run a country. They're not. You got to take stock. You got to take a breath. You got to ask yourself what matters. And then you got to vote even if you got to hold your nose. And I know this because I voted for John McCain. Nobody asked you uh, about how you want to vote in your altruistic world. If everything's perfect. This is why the never Trump crowd are a bunch of morons. Trump was the guy against Hillary. Boom. Trump was the guy against Biden. This wasn't a debate. I agree. If you, you wanted somebody better, sure, you wanted somebody who was more your style of conservative. But that's not who was on the ballot. I'll concede, I don't say I agree. I'll, 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 I'll grant you that this is what you wanted. That's not what you had. Here's what you had. Here's the real world in which we live. And in the real world in which we live, inflation is through the roof and May is looking worse than April was. Gas prices are looking for $5 a gallon on the national average. And the market bloodbath hasn't even thought about finishing all the blood it's going to let.
And the best the Democratic Party can do is blame Republicans? These are people without a vision. These are people without a value. These people have got nothing. And just like we should tune out the CNNs and the MSNBCs when they provide us nothing but... Sorry about that. When they provide us nothing but absolute hysteria, we should tune out a Democratic Party that provides nothing but absolute hysteria. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. So as I was mentioning earlier, there is no bigger conversation in America than the baby formula conversation. And as being reported by the Daily Mail, the FDA will not answer the question of when they will allow Abbott Labs to open up its production facility. That's what happened, right? There was there were, there were two infants that died and thought it was bacteria uh, from uh, the... Uh, Baby formula, so Abbott Labs uh, had its uh, plant shut down, its Michigan plant shut down, and they've cleaned it all. And uh, what they have found is uh, that uh, the FDA investigation revealed, and I'm quoting, infant formula produced at our Sturgis facility is not the likely source of infection. So why isn't the plant open? It's a question. Meanwhile, parents can't get a hold of formula. And if you can't get a hold of formula, it's very hard to feed your kid. Now, as I said before, you should check with your doctor, and um, maybe there's a way for you to make formula. Remember, people did exactly this. They fed their kids before Abbott Laboratories existed and made formula. So we understand. But this, this problem is the problem. This problem should be the focus. And people who are upset, you know, they just voted to send $40 billion uh, more for Ukraine. I I absolutely think that it is a rational point of view to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not doing something about this subject. We're sending them another $40 billion. Can Can we get a little focus? It's a rational point of view. It really is. And it's wrong to, 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 to say otherwise. But instead, what are Democrats doing? They're voting on abortion. I've got that story coming up for you. And Dolly Parton and Mexican pizza. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. everybody who participated because America's southern border is under siege and it is a national crisis has been said by many Tom and others border security is national security and it's at risk right now because Joe Biden turned operational control of our southern border over to the drug cartels he did it deliberately he started it day one when he stopped building the wall and he got rid of the policies that were working remain in Mexico the Northern Triangle Agreements. These were all protocols that allowed a legal process of immigration to start working again, and it's completely unwound. Unwound to the point 
where we've had over two and a half million people come into our country illegally that we caught. That's larger than the city of Houston, Texas, the fourth. It's a good bit of uh, conversation there from Representative Steve Scalise. It happened earlier today. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on? 833-GOT-TONY. would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. Just one more thing that people are discussing about problems with the Biden administration, problems with what they're seeing, problems with the, the failures of this group of people. And so when, as I, I, I mocked before, when they're, when they're screaming ultra MAGA, doesn't do anything, anything at all. But it's important to note that as a party, there are differences, right? I, I often hear people say there's no difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. There are differences between the Republicans and the Democrats, and it's, it's simply wrong to say otherwise. This abortion conversation does indeed show that. Now, I don't argue that the Republicans are somehow smarter politically. They do plenty of ignorantly dumb things. But I don't think the Republican Party, during this inflation, during these gas prices, during a baby formula shortage, would say the top thing we're going to do is we're going to vote to ensure that you can have partial birth abortion. Which is exactly what they're doing. Calling the vote today to do just that. This was Chuck Schumer just yesterday. If the MAGA Republicans get their way, pregnant women could lose their lives because there will be no exception for the life of a mother if there's a dangerous complication in the pregnancy. MAGA Republicans. You wanted to know whether or not the whole ultra MAGA thing was going to take hold. I I guess this is the difference between the Republican Party and Adam Kinzinger. I I guess that's what what Schumer's trying to relate here. Uh, He said it once, count how many more times. If MAGA Republicans get their way, women and their health care providers could go to prison for life for their medical decisions. The price of this MAGA attack on women's rights will fall on every woman in the country and fall especially hard on the most vulnerable, low-income Americans, black Americans, other minorities. And as you know, this is not an abstract exercise. For women, it is real and urgent as it gets. This is a five-alarm fire, as Senator Murray has stated. This is not about women, because there are plenty of women who disagree with Roe v. Wade. So, I mean, just honest, practical speaking, there are plenty of women who disagree with with Roe versus Wade. If MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republicans, if MAGA Republicans get their way, women and their health care providers could go to prison for life. No one is having that conversation. No one. And no one should have that conversation. That's, that's, that is the fear mongering of the Schumer set. But let's leave that to the side just for now. And rather discuss their voting on this today. This is what they decided was the top position today. This is the party that's okay with um, 
abortion at any time, anywhere. They're okay with partial birth abortion. As a former governor, Ralph Northam, explained, they're fine with infanticide. At a moment where inflation and gas prices and the economy are all so awful. Now, Senator Dick Durbin, if you want to say to his credit, has come out to say it's wrong to intimidate justices. So there have been protests outside the home of some Supreme Court justices. Broadly speaking, how do you feel about that? I think it's reprehensible. Stay away from the homes and families of elected officials and members of the court. You can express yourself, exercise your First Amendment rights, but to go after them in their homes, to do anything of a threatening nature, and certainly anything violent, is absolutely reprehensible. Now, maybe we should all take a moment to celebrate Senator Dick Durbin, a man most aptly named. The problem is, it's five days too late. It's a dollar too short, and the administration has already said that this is fine. The Speaker of the House has already said that these people are engaged in a righteous anger. That was, I assume it was fire and brimstone when she said it. I'm not sure. Righteous anger. So Dick Durbin is now what? read the tea leaves and did the polling and said, okay, I can come out against this and it'll be good for me. It'll show my independence streak. And then, you know, what it'll really do is, uh, is uh, you know, uh, put me up against Chuck Schumer and then, you know, Chuck Schumer, I have a hard time with, with Representative Ocasio-Cortez in that, in that Senate primary. And then I'm a shoe in to be the Senate minority leader. Yes, I believe his his uh, reaction there is political. And I think that's a horrible thing to say of somebody, by the way, that you don't believe that their intentions are, are true. I don't. Of course I don't. It is just too late, too much past, when this commentary should have been. It should have been Dick Durbin on, on the steps of the Capitol so, uh, surrounded by 49 other Democrats saying, stop it. We don't like what the Supreme Court might do, but we don't do that. Stop it. They didn't, he didn't do that. This is weak sauce. Go on CNN and do this. In, 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 you know, it's, it, it, it isn't some major address or, or, or statement or anything else. It's, a, it's of no power. But let's get back to the subject at hand. Voting on abortion at a time like this. They're letting you know what it is that they value. And that's extremely important to note. It's extremely important to note what it is they value. What matters to the Democratic Party. And possibly why it matters to them. And in the conversation, the choice, the clear choice between formula for your children and abortion, they chose abortion. In the clear choice between the two, they chose abortion. But so we understand each other, not all of them. 
not all of them chose uh, abortion. This is Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. The bill we have today to vote on, the Women's Health Protection Act, and I respect people who support, but make no mistake, it is not Roe v. Wade codification. It's an expansion. It wipes 500 500 state laws off the books. It expands abortion. And with that, that's not where we are today. We should not be dividing this country further than we're already divided. And it's it's really the, the, the politics of Congress that's dividing the country. It's not the people. They're telling us what they want. And uh, it's just disappointing that uh, we're going to be voting on a piece of legislation, which I will not vote for today. It drives me crazy that he's such a spender. It drives me crazy that that he can be so lucid like that and then on other subjects just be... I believe that's the... That would be the Yiddish term. But he's right. You're wiping off laws off the books. You're taking away the rights of the states by trying to create a federal law. But the Democrats do not care about that. They're fine with it. Because what matters most, what matters most, is abortion. Baby formula or abortion, abortion. States' rights or abortion, abortion. You having a say or or abortion, abortion. That's who they are. It's who they are. And I think that a lot of Americans, for the very first time, have seen exactly how radical this group is and how radical this theory and philosophy is. The, the, these aren't what we call in the business good people. These are people who are cultists, who are upset, and will throw anything at you, anything at all, anywhere that they can throw at you. Like uh, this right here from Hakeem Jeffries. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for uh, your presence. We uh, had a very robust discussion earlier today within the caucus on two pressing issues uh, that need to be dealt with decisively as it relates to freedom both here in America and freedom abroad. The freedom uh, for a woman to make her own health care decisions, which is being threatened by a runaway, radical, right-wing Supreme Court majority. That's shameful, Uh, and we're going to fight, and we're going to fight, and we're going to fight, and we're going to win to protect the woman's freedom to make her own health care decisions between herself and her doctor, not a runaway Supreme Court. That he... He's like the number three guy in the house, is Hakeem Jeffries of New York, and that's how he started. They are runaway and extreme for saying that Roe v. Wade was wrongly decided. It should go back to the states and let them decide. No, he wants the absolute power to decide, so they'll try and push something as they got it through the House. They'll now try and push it through the Senate. He didn't lead with inflation. He didn't lead with baby formula. Who are the radicals? 
the, the deflection, the projection, it's, it is something else. And I think voters are going to remember this in 22, and they damn well should remember it in 24. That when the moment came to try and help the people, they made sure that their ideology came first. They want to take care of babies in the womb and outside of it. That's not me saying it. That's them. And when I say take care of, I I, I don't mean it in the good way. I'm Tony Katz. Dolly Parton, Doja Cat, and Taco Bell. This is a thing that's happening. And, um, yeah, I think this might be brilliant. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So Taco Bell used to have on its menu something called Mexican pizza. Have you ever had one, Producer Ari? Cannot say that I have. Yeah, me either. Me either. So they had Mexican pizza. Uh, on the Taco Bell menu. And so it got discontinued in November of 2020. It was first on the menu back in 1985. Then it was gone. And people supposedly got really upset about it. And they kind of went crazy and begging for it to come back. It was a big social media thing. I, not paying attention to Taco Bell. I had not heard of it, neither here nor there. And Dolly Parton, the Dolly Parton, America's new Betty White, supposedly in an interview with Insider back in January, said they used to make this little Mexican pizza. I love that. And I guess Doja Cat, the rapper, the singer, is a huge fan of Taco Bell as well. Uh, And uh, she was asked, should they bring it back? And she said, I think they should. So I guess Taco Bell executives started listening to that And then they got with some people and they wrote Mexican Pizza the Musical to which both Doja Cat and Dolly Parton are going to star in. No word yet on how many songs it's going to have. It's coming back as a menu item on May 19th. The musical comes the week after and you're only going to be able to find it on TikTok. So this goes back to 2019. Uh, Michael C. Hall, who was on the show Six Feet Under, he was in a 45-minute satirical show called Skittles Commercial, the Broadway Musical. I guess that was actually on Broadway. So there's some there's some backstory to, to this. Here's what I know. This thing is going to get so many viewers, people are going to download TikTok to watch this thing. That's, um, I think that's incredible. And it's also because America loves uh, Dolly Parton. We need, I'm serious, uh, America needed a new Betty White. America needs somebody they can look up to. They need somebody who has lived a a life that they think is just fantastic and sensational and want to be a part of. They want to celebrate someone. And it was Betty White. And now Betty's gone. And so now... Uh, it's uh, it's Dolly, and Dolly's only 76, right? She's got seven, eight more facelifts to go. Ah, What, she'll admit it? I know. 
Her and Joan Rivers, you got to love those two. Always very, very clear. Yeah, yeah, this ain't mine. This isn't natural. I'm cool. Thank you very much. You got to love them for it. By the way, Dolly's worth $350 million, and I actually said out loud, she's only worth $350 million? It lets you know that uh, Kylie, uh, whichever uh, Kardashian is, or Kylie Jenner, right, she's not a Kardashian, that she's worth a billion dollars. It's it's sad. But should have been married into a family where someone made a sex tape and then I can make makeup. What can I say? I did it wrong. Facebook, ah, screw them. Go to Twitter, Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today.